Hey, I'm Lex. And I'm Serena. Host of the Dream Body Playbook Podcast. A show all about transforming your life and your body to what you've always dreamed of. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests. And you'll get weight loss tips galore from top pros in the industry. And you're going to hear fitness secrets from the CCP team. Plus, you'll get nutrition and training help with our Is It Worth It episodes, where we'll review the latest trends hitting the internet to let you know if it's actually worth your time. Listen every Wednesday to the Dream Body Playbook. All right, what is up, you guys? Hey, hello, welcome back to another Dream Body Playbook podcast. We've got a fun one for you this week. I'm excited for this one. I know this is good. We we have no outline for this. This is my topic. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Um, we've got no outline for this one, so we're gonna like kind of freestyle it. Yeah. And but I feel like this is something that a lot of people need. So we're talking about setting yourself up for success. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about adapting to change and making new routines, yeah, making routines and stuff, which I feel like is just hard for a lot of people oh my god yeah so hard <laughs> as I say um it's it's hard for me sometimes too especially I mean for us I mean I know a lot of people are working from home now too, right. since since the c word people <laughs> people have like not gone back into the office which I think is yeah. is great but making sure you have a routine for yourself is kind of hard when you're in your homey environment all the time trust me I've been a victim of it many times literally <laughs> me and my grandma were on a walk the other day she turns around randomly she goes look what covid did she said i was like what and she was like all these cars in the driveway in the middle of the day and i was like that's so true though (laughs) that's so true like that like their generation are not they're not used to people working from home yeah like for the longest time my my grandparents had no clue like what i did because Mm. they imagined like i mean they knew the just of it but they they didn't understand that like it was actually work right because in their head and my mom is even like this at some point hi mom if you're listening um but she was even like this for the longest time like when you go to work like you get up you get ready you leave the house you go to work and that's the way it's been for many, many years. But mm-hmm. thanks to technology, that's not really the case anymore. And so when I would be like, oh, yeah, like they'd call me in the middle of the day or something and be like, oh, I'm working. And they're like, oh, where are you? And I'd be like, home. And they're like, right. I don't really understand. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's, I mean, I guess the past three years, two years, three years, it's been the biggest shift for so many people. Yeah. And figuring out how to adjust to that because like some people do benefit from actually like physically getting up and going somewhere oh yeah i definitely keep... do sometimes oh yeah like yeah. when we come here it's yeah like, so fun and when it we come everything up <laughs> we have our wednesday work days and we come into the studio but before we come into the studio normally we do a little bit of work outside in the coffee shop first mm-hmm. so productive these days yeah so productive <laughs> it makes a world of a difference yeah exactly it really does oh i was gonna say something i don't remember okay yeah, i don't know <laughs> but i feel like it's adapting fun. to change and stuff too is is really really hard for a lot of people so if you are in the position where you were working in an office during before COVID and then now you're at at home and a lot of people still haven't really gotten the adjust to that and also recognizing that when you can set your own schedule like us Mm -hmm. there's going to be ebbs and flows in your schedule in your routine in general for me specifically like the seasons really affect my schedule and my routine Mm. whether it be like when I'm working out throughout the day how much I'm working out on a weekly basis like Mm. things change so much like this winter season that we're in right now for me I'm way more relaxed on myself I don't push myself to get up at the crack acid on and because I mean it's still dark outside like the tail I did lay in bed till 8 30 this morning <laughs> exactly and which I didn't know this did you know this that I guess we're like this is the last year we're doing daylight savings what yeah I saw that somewhere I could be completely wrong everyone correct me if I'm wrong they can't but, mess with time no supposedly <laughs> because you know mountain mountain time doesn't see like they don't see it or anything what when we were out in Arizona they 
like we learned that like they don't do daylight savings and so like really it's only certain time zones which makes no sense to me like no I'm so confused no sense yeah the whole concept just made no sense to me to begin with no they should like, what are we turning the clock back for? it should have never been a what are we turning thing. the clock forward for yeah, what are we doing this for <laughs> it should never been a thing but supposedly this year is the last year that we're we're practicing it i say this year as in we're still in 2022 Who's we i know <laughs> I, th- I think the u.s <laughs> I think so. My phone's recording, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. I gotta look this up. Yeah, please I'm do. sorry. I do. Please look it up. Because yeah, not all time zones do it. And I know it throws a lot of people off. It also helps a lot of people though. Like I've heard a lot of people say like, oh yeah, like my morning drive to work now, like I'm in the light and I'm, it's like bright outside. I'm feeling more awake. Like it's great. And then I get home in the afternoon and it's still light outside. And I'm like, okay, cool. Did you see anything about it? This just says U.S. Senate approves bill to make daylight savings time permanent, but then this one says U.S. Congress split on making daylight savings times permanent. What's the more current one? Split on making daylight savings time permanent. Huh. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll look it up later. But remember, guys, we're recording this podcast in 2022, so you'll be listening to it in 2023. I promise we're not recording a year and a half. It's just a couple months. (laughs) It's only December. It's only December. Exactly. Exactly. But what I was saying was like, I feel like my schedule kind of changes based off the seasons. Yeah. Like in the summer, I don't know why, but like summer hits and I'm just like everything. I'm feeling in my, myself. Oh my God. I'm feeling myself <laughs> so much. I'm My confidence is through the roof. But I yeah. will say you guys like winter blues is like a legit thing. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I even, I experience them every single year. Like every time. My, my dad is so funny. Hi dad, if you're listening to this too. Um, but he's so funny because like every single winter, he always is like, my seasonal depression is coming back. <laughs> he's <laughs> he like dramatic. He's so dramatic like he recognizes it and i'm like okay here we go but and then and then people get more motivation come january 1st because new year's resolutions True. and all of these things for me in particular though like my big motivation push is like spring hmm, like i get i feel that like spring whenever it starts to get warmer you guys i absolutely despise cold weather so Same. like anything when it's cold i'm like Bleh. like it's just awful and so by the time like april hits when it starts yeah. to get a little bit warmer i'm like feeling super motivated i'm wanting to do all the things and like i feel like i'm really inspired in the summer too like mm. just like my creativity is more there i think this conference that i was at really helped this time normally during okay. the winter i'm like Meh. what am i doing <laughs> mine's usually like from january to september mm-hmm. and then september through december i feel like i'm in hibernation oh yeah and then it comes like whatever switch uh-huh. just flips it just it's not relate. even beginning of january it's like middle of january yeah. for me yeah i so. i could relate to that and we were talking about this before because um, you guys probably know by now but we our our free challenges that we run we're doing one in the middle of january but we were trying to decide do we start it like the very first <laughs> week of january or do we like back it up a little bit for a couple but i think you're right a lot of people can probably relate to that like where motivation doesn't quite hit january one right it's like the second third week of january when you're like okay yeah it's time to get my shit together like this is like i'm feeling good now and mainly because i mean the new year's happens a lot of people travel over new year's Mm -hmm. you're still with family you're not quite back to work yet you're not quite back to school yet schedules are still not back to normal and so i mean that makes sense like i feel like maybe just extend december through new year's and then start january one like on the eighth yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i agree with that yeah what's up y'all so we don't run ads on this podcast and we probably won't ever our goal here is to share as much information and value with you as possible with a little entertainment of course but with that we need your help in getting the word out about the dream body playbook so all we're asking for you to do is send this episode to a friend that you think would really benefit from it or share it on your social media stories and tag us also one other thing we're going to be doing is giving away a hundred dollar 
Amazon gift card to someone who rates and reviews this podcast every single month. So thank you in advance and we're looking forward to reading your reviews, but we'll get back to the episode. Cool. So let's talk about making a good routine. Let's do it. What is it? What is a good routine? A good routine is a routine that you're going to stick to. (laughs) There we go. Like literally. Because everyone has a different routine. (laughs) Yep. And I think it's really big to... So I used to do this and you can tell me if you used to do this too, but I used to try to build out this routine that I needed to have. And we talk a lot about consistency Mm -hmm. and there is a, there's an aspect of that, but every single day doesn't look the exact same. Oh no. Like for example, our check-in days are very, very different than our work at the coffee shop podcast days. So therefore our days, our our routines on the podcast days versus the check-in days are not going to be the same. Mm-mm. And while people can have like a consistent morning routine and stuff, I think that's really huge to implement and stuff and like make sure that's in play just to set yourself up for the day. But if you end up doing a morning routine at 5 a.m. one day and then at 9 a.m. one day, it's okay. Just do your morning routine and set yourself up for success. Make sure you have enough time in the morning to get that in, mm-hmm. whether it be journaling, meditation, just general like facial hygiene, like whatever it may be for yourself have that in play that that's a non-negotiable for yourself right i think this is something we should touch on too is like non-negotiables oh because rather than having like a oh i have to wake up at 5 a.m every single day and i have to do this at 7 a.m and i have to do this at 12 p.m like every single day you're setting yourself up for failure because not every single day looks like that it's like not at all and then like especially when you look on weekends Mm -hmm. and i'm like if you try to do that through the weekends too you're gonna hit burnout yeah. Like you're going to be, you're going to be so frustrated with yourself. Cause you're going to be like, why am I still doing this? Like I, it's not bringing me joy. It's not nothing like that. And that's a big thing too, is, is it bringing you joy? Are yep. you happy doing what you're doing? Like I've, I've had many epiphanies in life. Like, <laughs> like this sucks. I hate yeah. this. Why am I doing this? You know? <laughs> yeah. I used to try to like fit all this stuff in, in the mornings. And then I realized like for me, peak productivity or creativity or like gym time for me is like in the mornings not crack it on yeah but like mid-morning between like 8 to 11 yeah or um and then like i'm really creative and productive like between one and three yep so why am i waking up at eight o'clock trying to fit 10 things in before i even eat or go to the gym uh-huh. and then coming back and then i'm at the gym from like 11 to one or whatever and so that's cutting into my productivity time which cuts into everything else yeah and so i had to like shorten my morning routine drastically like literally the only consistent things i do right now is brush my teeth put my face stuff on and eat breakfast yeah everything else i'm like i could do it before bed (laughs) yeah no seriously that and that's perfect and that works for you while someone else might be the complete opposite exactly like for me I'm most creative. So I have I have work sessions that I call power power hours Ooh. where like I will block off like any notification or anything for like 2 hours, 3 hours, whatever it may be, and I'm just like in deep work mm. of like whatever I need to do and whether it's a brainstorming session, whether it's copywriting, whether it's working on programming or modules or course stuff, whatever it may be. That's all I do. But I found that I'm so much more creative and so much more productive, like early in the morning. Mm. So like ideally, which I don't do this all the time, but ideally if I could wake up and work from like 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. and then do like a morning routine after that, my creativity is like through the roof. Interesting. Now I'm not waking up at 4 a.m. right now, you guys. (laughs) That's not happening. It's more like 7 to 10 right now. Yeah. But 
that is like I've noticed when I do do that I'm like wow where did that come from right you know I'm like whoa so recognizing those things about yourself and kind of implementing that honestly the reasons I'm not waking up at 4 a.m right now is because I don't have to deal with Gus waking up too and (laughs) dealing with him at four o'clock in the morning it's also pitch black yeah exactly (laughs) but then I found that like if I try to make myself wake up and go work out in the morning, which whenever I get in good routines of doing that, cool. It's more like yeah. a habit. It's not like I'm enjoying doing it. It's more just like a habit. My sweet spot for a gym session is like 4 p.m. Dang. Like I will work all morning and like sometimes I work through through like lunch and stuff. I don't recommend, but like sometimes that's just what I do. And then like 4 p.m. I'll call it quits and then I'll go to the gym. And then when I come home from the gym, I shower and I cook dinner and I have an evening with Nick and Gus and then I'm, I go to bed. So it's kind of a part of my like nighttime routine. Yeah. You know, I kind of tie it in that way because I love, love, love showering before I get into bed, like a hot shower. Oh. If I have to shower before bed too. Literally. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I'm like people who only shower in the morning. I don't get it because like you're getting into bed dirty yeah. at, at night. I don't know. Side note, but like showering in a warm shower and shaving your legs and getting into like clean sheets. Oh, oh nothing better. Nothing better. Um, no. So that's kind of like the way I approach things. Like I, in the morning, if I can just wake up, do journaling, I do like my power list for the day, like our top yeah. three, my hygiene. Um, a lot of times I'll either like meditate or um, just sit in silence for a minute and listen to like a motivational podcast or something. Yeah. I do a lot of my reading at night in bed yeah. instead of in the morning. I know a lot of people say to like read something that's going to teach you something early in the morning. But for me, at night, I get so distracted because I'm like, I have so much more things that I could be doing right now. And yep. so if I just tie that into at night or I just read for 30 minutes or so before going to bed works for me and so like the whole I guess moral to like these two examples is find what works for you like our yeah. schedules look very very different we do the same work though like we're both online coaches a little different but like we do the same thing technically and we have completely different routines yeah and and that's okay so that's okay yeah, yeah. And it works for us and so that's all that matters right exactly I do think the main consistency is having those non-negotiables that you do morning and I'd say morning and night just to like one the morning is going to help set you up for success throughout the day oh yeah it's going to be like okay putting my game face on this is what I have to do and it's going to make you more um productive yeah yeah I was like what is that word it's going to make you more productive and then at night a lot of times when you have a nighttime routine your brain associates it with sleep Sleep, so you're going to get better sleep you're going to feel more rested in the morning when you wake up there's lots of benefits to having a morning and nighttime routine I personally love going on like TikTok and watching like morning routines and nighttime routines and stuff. But I also think there's kind of like a little bit of toxic culture there a little Mm. bit. There's one I saw though, because I think a lot of people will watch like millionaire morning routines and things like CEO morning routines. Like you guys, I'm a CEO and I don't wake up and do all those things for those guys. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. yeah. Uh -uh. Oh my God. But there was this one I saw from this guy. I wish I remembered his name and it made me crack up. I was like, I like cackled at it. (laughs) Cackled is my word right now to you guys. But he like the timer went off at like 1 p.m. in the afternoon. He like rolled out of bed and ate a Pop-Tart and then sat at his laptop and just looked at the camera and was like, there you go. (laughs) I was like, you know, if it works for him, it yeah. works for him. And that's the thing. I mean, I don't necessarily recommend that. But if that's what works for you, then right. so be it. If you get your stuff done the, during, during the day and you feel successful, awesome. But anything that sets you up for success. Oh, yeah. Side note, actually. Well, I'm going to tie it into this. But making your bed, yeah. that's, my, that's my non-negotiable in the morning. I have to make my bed. doesn't matter if I'm in a hotel, at my boyfriend's house, on the couch. Like, I will make something. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely don't think... 
so I think the, the making the bed thing, there's two sides of it. Like people either really love it or they really hate it. Yeah. Personally, I make my bed every morning because my mother made every single bed in our house every single morning growing really? up. Oh my God. Yeah. I never made my bed growing up. If you walked, if anyone walked into my mother's house, again, mama, love you. You would think no one lived there. <laughs> like it, it's I a, love that. it's a museum like no one lo- it, it's it's fabulous I love it I feel so like clean and at home and stuff yeah. when you're there but like it's spotless all the time and so I'm just in the habit of making my bed because that's what I grew up with yeah. and I think that's a lot of people are back and forth on that like you said you never made your bed growing up but there's also a lot of like making your bed in the morning it's kind of like you got one thing done right that's why i started doing it yeah the book i read by the navy seal yep i don't think it it. has anything to do with you being successful in life or like a lot of people think oh like you have to make your bed to be successful in life no that's not the case you've got to put in the work and do what you need to do to be successful in life Mm -hmm. making your bed has nothing to do with that but it can set you up for success for that day in particular because you've already accomplished one thing. It's like a psychological game. Yeah. yeah. You've already accomplished one thing. And so you're like, oh, checked one thing off my to-do list already. Easy peasy, done. And then you're set up in like a positive positive momentum for the rest of the day. Yep. That's exactly yeah. why I started doing it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I mean, even to like, I personally like unmaking my bed at night is like a part of my my nighttime routine like where yeah. I, where I put my pillows and stuff like because I'm, I'm one of those I have like the decor pillows and stuff same yeah <laughs> like whenever you take the pillows off and stuff like that's part of the nighttime routine as well so if my bed's not made and I'm just like crawling into it I'm not doing my nighttime routine so I feel yeah. all out of whack so like it ties in again there morning and night yeah. yeah but yeah that's a big one in terms of like setting yourself up for success obviously morning routines, night routines, things along those lines. But we're also referring to like other things that you could be doing to set yourself up for success, whether that look like pre-tracking your food Mm -hmm. or meal prepping. Or for me, my personal philosophy is what can I do right now that's going to make future me like my life a lot easier. So if I'm eating something, I'm doing the dishes right away because I know in five hours or whenever I go to do them, I'm not going to want to do them. So I'm just going to do it now. So I don't have yes. to do it later. <laughs> You're an adult. Cook as you, or clean as you cook. Yes. yes. Oh my God. If I, that is like my biggest thing in, in my relationship. <laughs> uh, that is my biggest thing. But we are so good about like, if you do live with a partner or anything like that, like, like one cooks, the other cleans and kind of yeah. just kind of like it goes together. Or if someone does laundry, they do like vacuum the, the living room, whatever. But <laughs> that's like my biggest thing. I like if I'm done with a pot, it doesn't just go in the sink. It, it gets rinsed off. It gets cleaned. It gets put in the dishwasher or yep. it gets actually cleaned and put in the rack before the meal is done cooking. You guys yeah, like same like any utensil that I use that I'm not going to be using anymore. You rinse it. You can put it in the dishwasher. Like that's just. Yeah that sets you up for success because when you're done and you're full eating and you're sitting on a couch like watch netflix the last thing you want to do is go clean up that kitchen exactly and then the last thing you want to do like the very very last thing is wake up the next morning and that kitchen still look like that Mm -hmm. because then you're really setting yourself up for failure because this something we talk about too is your environment if your environment's really cluttered your brain's going to be cluttered it goes back to kind of making your bed like having that nice and neat like if your environment is cluttered dirty whatever it may be stuff everywhere your brain's gonna be kind of the same thing (laughs) it's gonna be the same thing like i've i've noticed that like if i go to like do work and like the pillows on my couch are like falling over or just like on the floor like we just haven't put them back i'm all discombobulated Mm. i like have to go put things together 
I like turn on my Christmas tree light right now and I'm like turn on all my little lights and it's like a sweet little atmosphere. I light a candle and then like I'm good to go. I feel so successful to like do whatever I need to do because my environment feels good. You guys are really loving and relating to this conversation and want to continue to learn more about this topic and countless others. Listen up. This is for you. We want to give you access to our free community of women on similar paths to you. Shoot us a DM on Insta with the word Facebook and we will get you in there ASAP. Okay. Yeah. So back to what you were kind of talking about, about working in your bedroom and stuff yeah I which i a, do unfortunately this is a really good one to talk about yeah yeah but it's just because your brain associates certain things with sleep mm-hmm. so if you work in your room. bed don't do that because oh you God, have yeah. a hard time falling asleep but working it's just like the i don't know it's like your brain's association of where you are what you're doing which is why i feel like when we come to the coffee shop for instance yeah we always feel like we're being more productive because it kind of motivates you because you see everyone else like, oh, that guy's working and this person's working and mm-hmm. I'm here to work. So it's like work. You get a little bit more productive because yeah. you see everyone around you doing work. Yeah, for sure. That was something I noticed a really, really big difference in when I was in my clinicals in Raleigh. Mm. Because so at my parents' house, I had, I'm an only child if you don't know, so I take up all the bedrooms upstairs. <laughs> um, so my bedroom and then I had an office as like, I t- took one of the guest bedrooms and made it my office. Whenever I started working for myself and doing all of this, I, I was like, I need an office, please and thank you. Um, and so I made my own and that always helped with my productivity. I would, mm. like I, that's my workspace. But when I moved to Raleigh, I was living in a house with two other girls mm-hmm. and I didn't have my own office. And so my desk went in my bedroom. Oh my gosh. When I tell you my, like the motivation part, it was so hard to actually want to do the work yeah. because your bed's right there. And you're like, hmm, I could just lay in that for a little bit. Exactly. Or I could just work while I'm laying down. Yeah, right? Like, it's more comfortable to sit in my bed. Like, I could just do that. But, oh, my God. Yeah, no, it makes such a difference. And I'll notice now, like, that's the reason I got a two-bedroom apartment is because I was like, I need my office. Like, I needed yeah. a separate place for my bedroom because um, I was looking at one bedrooms with, like, a sunroom and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, I don't really want to be in the living room because I'll notice now, too, like, if I'm working on, like, mindless stuff, like, just... I don't know, putting numbers together, like getting data and stuff like that. I'll sit on the couch with Gus and stuff and do that. But if I'm like actually having to think about something, Mm. I have to be in my office. I can't be in the living room or anywhere like that. Like I have to be in my workspace or here at the coffee shop. Like you said, like it puts like a work mode kind of in your brain. I also have this really big comfy chair in my office that I can't sit in and do work because it's, I relate it to like, oh, if I want to watch like, I don't know. A YouTube video or something like I'll sit in there sometimes and do that oh. and I'm like that's I, I can't work there because I'm too comfy <laughs> I'm just way too comfy <laughs> I think a lot of this whole process is psychological oh yeah of like, thousand percent like just setting yourself up for success what do you even what does that mean to yeah. you you know and again thinking of ways that you know you're going to be more likely to do something yeah if you have things things already done like for instance let's just say you work long hours but you already have a gym bag packed in your car you're going to be much more likely to actually go to the gym yeah then go home because you know if you go home you're not coming back outside no that's straight facts too because like I, that's something that like leaving the hospital for me i i would not like if once i got home like you're tired after mm-hmm. a long day if you step foot into your cozy home and before you go to the gym or anything, you're not coming back out. Oh, no. You're just not. You're not doing it. And stop telling yourself you will because you won't <laughs> do it. So just pack your clothes before so that you don't even have to make that route home. Just go yeah. straight to the gym. You have no excuse at that point. And that goes for planning your meals ahead for on um, my fitness pal and stuff, too. Like when you plan your meals ahead, 
you know exactly what it takes the brain powder power out of it honestly like yeah even if i'm not tracking macros i still plan my meals like maybe not in my fitness pal but like writing down what i'm going to have one it saves you money at the grocery store oh my god yeah but a long shot and two takes brain work out of it we're busy human beings oh yeah like everyone is busy nowadays so you like you don't think you're busy or you don't think your friends are busy text them and try and make plans oh yeah Mm -hmm. text them and try and make plans and see how long it takes you to actually find a day that works for both of you (laughs) like that's it's hard right it's hard and so that's that's kind of like set yourself up for success by thinking ahead like you said before what is future me going to be thankful I did? Right? Exactly. That's my life motto. Like yeah. Once I started operating like that, life just became so much easier for me. Yeah. And also if you're trying to make a decision, like, should I eat this or that? Should I do this or that? Should I talk to this person or that person? That's another way you think of what is future me going to be thankful for? Like, what is future me going to be happy I did? Yep. You and know? that's why I say this all the time and I'm going to say it again, but self-discipline is literally the greatest act of self-love that you can have because yeah. like you're putting your future goals ahead of like your current feelings and and wants and desires yep and that goes along with like making promises to yourself setting boundaries for yourself which we could do a whole nother episode on boundaries we probably will yeah (laughs) a whole nother episode on boundaries but yeah i think that's that's a big part of it and a lot of people it takes a while to understand like how to actually do that because think about our whole lives we've been told what to do oh yeah whether it be we're in school as a young child then you go to college, you have professors, mm-hmm. then you go to work and you have a boss. And before all of that, you had parents. Yeah. Like someone's <laughs> someone's always telling you what to do. And so at this point in your life, it's it's kind of it's kind of your turn to kind of take the reins on your own life. And yes, you still might be t- told what to do with work and having right. a boss and things like that, but you still have control of your life, like outside of work and how you're fueling yourself, how you're moving your body, how you're hydrating, how you're moving like steps, like your overall neat, things like that. Like, I think that's really important. Cause I, well, I was actually just telling someone this yesterday. Life is always going to be busy, right? Like yeah. there's always going to be something that comes up, something that happens, something that gets thrown in our way. And we can't choose our circumstances, but we can choose how we respond and yeah. react to those cir- circumstances. Because honestly, life doesn't happen to you it happens for you. You just have to be, I guess, willing enough to make that change to accept that. Say that again. What? The, like, the, what you just said. Oh, life. Life. life Like that was good. (laughs) Life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. I love that. Biggest mindset shift you have to like make. I love that. And I think that's another, um, oh, I just hit my knee. That's something that we can talk about too with the, I really like that because it ties into kind of like whenever you think, oh, I have to do this or I have to do that. Like flip the switch and think like, oh, I get to do this today. Oh yeah. Like, I, like I had to say that to myself this morning. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Seriously, it's rainy outside. It's gloomy. It's foggy. Like leaving the house to go do anything. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't have to sit here and do this podcast, but we get to, and yeah. that's pretty freaking cool. You know, like it, we don't have to work with clients, but we get to. Right. Like it's so. Whenever you switch it into that perspective, like a lot of people don't get to do what you get to do in life. Exactly. And so be thankful for that. And. Think about it on a positive aspect because, I mean, yeah, you could be working a really, really hard job, but you like, you could also have a lot of people at your work that you really like. You could, and you could have a atmosphere of people around you that you really enjoy and it's really good for your mental health, but your job itself is really difficult. Yeah. But if you really look at it in the big picture, 
instead of complaining about the job that you're doing, think like, wow, a lot of people would love to be in the position that I'm in right now to have this atmosphere, work at this company, whatever it may be. Think about like how you get to do that and then flip the switch on it. Stop thinking so negative about it and flip the switch to where it's more positive and then you're going to be more gratitude in general. Like that's the word that just popped in my head. Like you're going to be more thankful for the things happening with you, but having gratitude in your life is going to be the biggest game changer for you. Oh yeah. And no matter what you're thinking of, health, fitness, career, relationships, anything, gratitude will change the game. Oh, a thousand percent. I used to be, I wouldn't say ungrateful, but I was definitely very negatively, I was just a negative thinker. And I don't think it was because of who I am as a person. I just think it's because of the situations and circumstances I was in. Yeah. But once I started practicing gratitude, once I got out of those situations, it, it's game changer it just changed like my entire life (laughs) exactly and that's one of the main reasons we send a gratitude journal to all of our clients like that's the first thing we send them is the gratitude journal because going through changes no matter what it may be well inside of our program specifically we'll talk about that is one physical changes Mm -hmm. two number changes if we're tracking Mm -hmm. numbers with like scale or measurements and things like that but also your mental changes that you go through is probably tenfold compared to the physical changes and everything a thousand percent but it's hard it's hard exactly but anytime you see changes in yourself especially when it comes to the physical ones if you look in the mirror and you're seeing something different that's your identity that's hard that's something that you have to focus on a lot and be grateful for where you are in your process and that's why the main reason we we work on mindset so much and we work on gratitude and we we encourage journaling we encourage meditating we encourage all of these healthy habits because the last thing we want you to do is get to your results that you want to see physically and then still not do the work mentally and feel the same way you did before you lost the weight. Mm-hmm. Because that's what happens to a lot of people. Uh, oh my God, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and it's just, so that's a prime example of not setting yourself up for success. Yeah. I think more importantly, the changes are more mental oh, yeah. than physical. Like, because if you're not focused on what's on the inside, what's on the outside, isn't going to really matter at the end of the day because you're going to look at yourself and okay, maybe you did lose 20 pounds, yeah. but you're still going to be unhappy with that progress because you're not being grateful. <laughs> yeah, no, going. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I've, I've seen it many times with, with a lot of, with friends, family, like the weight change happens and, yeah. and then they're still miserable. Yeah. And I know you guys have probably seen it on TikTok. You've seen, I, I mean, people talk about it all the time. Thank gosh, it's something more popularly talked about now. <laughs> but it didn't used to be. It, right. it didn't used to be at all because people think, oh, you lose the weight, you fix all the problems. <laughs> you gotta fix your mind. <laughs> you gotta fix your mind. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's good. That's good. There's so much, we could do yeah. another episode on this because there's so much more I have to say. There's so much more. So much more. We could always talk about this stuff though. And it's always like we say with everything, it's so specific with each person. Yeah. Um, so if you're, you're specifically struggling with something and you kind of want to run it by us, like we say all the time, shoot us a yeah. message. We're more than happy to chat with you about it and kind of talk through some things with you. But yeah, that's kind of the blank umbrella of yeah. setting yourself up for success, planning ahead, thinking what will my future self benefit from mm-hmm. what will they be happy about and how will you go ahead and set them up for success help the help boost them up a step ahead also morning nighttime routines i'm trying to like yep. think of everything to recap on all of everything yeah. um, morning nighttime routines uh recognizing that change is hard but yeah it ain't easy y'all yeah it's hard but it's gonna be worth it in the end yeah and don't expect it to be easy i feel like yep. a lot of people do ah side note here <laughs> sort of a side note it kind of ties into this don't expect it to be easy because you hire a coach. 
Mm. Yeah. I think Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like that's what a lot of people do think. Cause in our last episode, we talked about hiring a coach and how it's going to help in every aspect of your life, whether that yeah. be like any aspect, right? Life coach, therapist, business coach, yeah. health and fitness, things along those lines. Just because you pay the money and you hire yeah. someone does not mean there's a flip of a switch and we can do it for you. Right. You, you still have to do the work. You still have to do the hard work. We're going to guide you and point you in the right direction and tell you exactly what to do to get there. But we can't do it for you. Yeah. You still have to do it. And yes, while I would definitely 1,010% say hiring a coach is a process of setting yourself up for success, it's not going to make you successful unless you do the work. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Mic drops. It's just like therapy too. <laughs> it is. Oh my God, it is. My mom, she went to therapy. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> she, she went to therapy uh, like a little while ago when I told her to go. Yeah. I don't like it. I didn't like didn't really help me and i'm like well did you do the work that she told you to do yeah she's like no i'm like okay, okay then, then. <laughs> but okay now then. she's like actually back and doing the work yep. so she's seeing benefits from it and that's when you'll see the changes is when you actually put in the work and sometimes i mean sometimes people need that like eye-opening like like push of like oh it's actually me exactly it's not do- that's not doing it like sometimes you're the only person holding you back oh every time that you're the only person that like, no, you no, literally yeah, are literally <laughs> yeah literally not sometimes always and that's why we're here too to just like support you and help encourage you in the right yes. direction because everyone's been there and just because you might be the one holding you back like so has aunt Susie and bob yeah and like everyone has you know like i don't know those people but i'm just saying examples but everyone's been there it's yeah. in some aspect of their life everyone's been there so you're not alone at all at no. all at all but yeah like i said reach out to us if you have any questions about anything that we went over um these are just a few examples of how to set yourself up for success and really get the ball rolling with where, where you want to actually be in life yeah we'd love to help make suggestions mm-hmm. to you if, if you need help with anything like that so oh, yeah we're always down <laughs> always down for suggestions all right y'all well we will talk to you again next week if you have any suggestions on what you want us to talk about or have any questions shoot us a message and we will make sure to put it on the list yes bye guys bye